For the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. What's going on, folks? This is your host, GBs, and welcome to another episode of Into the Squared Circle Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're like, gee, where the hell have you been? Yeah, you know, family stuff, right? What's best for family? Of course, Triple H will say best for business, and now, you know, yours truly has been a little busy. So there's going to be a little bit of changes going around here and the Casa, the GBs, but what? Into the Square Circle podcast is not going anywhere. No, sorry, Bob. It's going to be around. It's going to be a little different when it comes to scheduling, but I am here. I am still watching pro wrestling because I'm a huge pro wrestling. And again, from a fan to the fans, let's talk about pro wrestling. So we have a week's worth of pro wrestling to talk about, but but I'm going to have a highlight for Raw. Highlight from SmackDown, hi- highlight from AEW Dynamite, and a bunch of other news in the world of pro wrestling. So before we continue on, you're listening through the podcast. By the way, podcast available on, uh, uh, well, you'll help with this. Do social media, right? Facebook, X, Instagram. If you're watching on YouTube, my friends, watch it. Drop it in the comment section below. Hit the subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, you can see my beautiful face on YouTube. All you have to do is type in into the square circle podcast on youtube you're watching cheers all right so as i mentioned it's a podcast spotify iHeartRadio, google podcast apple pod wherever you listen to your favorite podcast uh yes all you have to do is type into the square circle podcast and hit the subscribe all right and by the way happy christmas Come on, I put the music on the podcast. There's the perks about watching the pot. Listen to the podcast. You can't watch it because you can listen to it. I talk too much. All right. So happy Christmas, man. What are you guys up to? Hanging out with family? You working? You got your own family? Whatever it is, Merry Christmas. And I'm saying this now because uh, the week prior to Prior to think, uh, Thanksgiving, prior to Christmas, get that right. Uh, you know, I'm gonna take a little break, man. I'm gonna take a little break and uh, definitely watch some wrestling, but uh, enjoyed the holiday week. Of course, I will come back for the final week of 2023, right? We'll talk about that. We got AEW's World's End going down December 30th on a Saturday, so we got that going on. But, uh, you know, it's the end of the year, right? We're getting close to the end of the year. And, uh, I don't know, get something creative. My top top five wrestling matches of 2023. We could talk about that. Uh, you know, again, there's some time, time to think about it. But in the meantime, uh, it is Christmas time. And uh, spend time with your families, your loved ones. If you don't have anybody, your neighbors. If you don't have a neighbor, and I'm your friend, okay? I'm your loved one. I hope so. And in a good way. And, uh, you know, let's have a good Christmas, man. Just don't body slam anybody or do an out of nowhere during a Christmas party at home. So, okay. So we got that going on. And uh, there we go. There's the program for the next two weeks. All right. Good deal. All right. So let's continue on here. And uh, let's talk about some of the news this week in pro wrestling. And, um, of course, I have Ring of Honor's Ring of Honor final battle quick results went down last night, December the 15th on a Friday, uh, I believe on pay-per-view, right? Uh, so it went down last night. But another highlight news that just popped up. WWE women's superstar Liv Morgan got arrested. <laughs> Man, my notifications on Twitter or X, wherever you want to call it, uh, notifications just everywhere. Liv Morgan busted and it's right i got a, a an article from tmz right here tmz doc it's everywhere abc fox news 
WWE superstar got arrested. I'm like, well, Jeff Hardy's in AEW. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. That was bad. Uh, WWE superstar Liv Morgan got smoked by police. The way they worded this in TMZ.com, because uh, she was busted driving with marijuana in Florida. So I guess the state of Florida is not legalizing marijuana. I didn't know that. I know here in Illinois, where I'm at, if you're watching the YouTube, just a bunch of Chicago Cubs, a huge go Cubs when it comes to baseball. But uh, yeah, man, you know, I guess Florida is not legalizing marijuana. So if you get caught and busted, you're in the slammer, baby. So it was confirmed by TMZ law enforcement sources tells them that Liv Morgan was cruising down the street in her Jeep in Sumner County this past Thursday night when a sheriff's deputy pulled her over after seeing her swerving across the white and yellow lines. Oh. So PSA, folks, public service announcements. Don't get high and drive. Come on, it's silly. Same thing with drinking and driving. At least I'm home drinking, right? Yeah, I don't know why I'm showing the brand here, but, you know, I do it while I'm home responsibly. You're going to smoke it up. Do it responsibly and stay home. Don't get in a fucking car and drive. Come on. Well, you're going to kill somebody. So, I, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not your parent. I'm not your dad, your mom, Mr. Bob. Um, so let's continue on here. Uh, TMZ reported that the deputy, the, the cop, right, walked up to the car, smelled the reefer, and conducted a search, finding less than 20 grams of, you know, marijuana in Morgan's possession. One source says the deputy seized a small bag of weed along with a vape pen containing an oil-like substance. I didn't know vape had some kind of a weed substance. I, I didn't know they sell that kind of stuff. I, I, I know vape. I know people who smoke vape, but I didn't know they had a weed form in vaping. I don't know. You tell me, smokers. Uh, So Liv Morgan was properly arrested Booked into Sumter County Jail for possession of gram of uh, twenty grams of cannabis or less. Uh, she was later released, reportedly posting a three thousand dollar bond. And obviously, I guess she's out for injuries. But uh, that surprised me, man. That surprised me. And uh, just looking at her mugshot, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll flip it around my phone here. The 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 mugshot. Let's see if you can get it on camera. No, you can't. But you know. She's the last person I would think would be a, 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 a pothead, a weed head, as the kids would say. She's the last person I would think that was, you know, smokes. I mean, we all know, you know, Matt Riddle, RVD, you know, these guys go out there smoking. Tammy Sitch uh, has her, 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 her shares and when it comes to the trouble with the law. And I am the law. Great song for man, Rex. Uh, but you know what? I, I'm surprised when I saw that. Liv Morgan arrested. Like, uh, okay. Yeah, what she did? Did she beat the shit out of somebody? And they're like, nah. Uh, she got caught with weed. So, uh, you know, I, I who knows? Maybe there's more men and women smoking that we don't know. That's another question I want to know. How many guy gals, guys and gals that actually smokes? You know, cigarettes, weed, a vape. We know uh, 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 Doc Gallows from the Good Brothers. Is this the Good Brothers? Or the two? I don't know. The fucking uh, Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. I know Doc Gallows smoke vapes. So, um, you know, that's interesting. But nonetheless, I don't want to bore you on that. I, I, thought, I thought it was very interesting. All right, so let's talk about interesting news in the world of pro wrestling. So as I'm about to share my screen with you here on the, the web of the internet on YouTube. And uh, let's, here we go. Let's, uh, let's break out this bad boy, shall we? So as I'm about to share my screen here, and uh, here we go. So Monday Night Raw episode of WWE Raw this past Monday average 1.466 million viewers on USA Network, down 4.4% from last week. It's the lowest total audience since November 17th. So uh, 
which we will talk about my top Pele Raw later on in the show. Comes with audio. But there were two Monday Night Football games. Yeah, I know uh, G was was one of the people to watch football because I'm a huge football fan. Uh, you got the, uh, what we got here, ABC at New York Giants versus the Green Bay Packers, which I watch. 11.4 million viewers, while the Tennessee Titans and the Miami Dolphins averaged 7.3 million, which I kind of hang down to that to the very end. Uh, so there you go, folks. Raw average 1.466 million viewers, uh, down 4.4% if you give a rat's ass on numbers or not. All right, so let's talk about TNA wrestling. There's no more impact. It's total nonstop action wrestling. One of the most decorated junior heavyweights of all time is now under contract with TNA wrestling. It was announced this past week that Kushida, the time splitter, has announced that he has signed with TNA wrestling. Uh, he's regularly co competed for the promotion since 2022 as part of the impact wrestling working relationship with new Japan pro wrestling. So how about that? Uh, hey, we got more people joining TNA. Uh, making after making a surprise appearance at Saturday's final resolution this past weekend, Trent Seven is officially part of Impact slash TNA Wrestling roster. Uh, Seven joins Speedball Mike Bailey to take on the Rascals. Trey Miguel, Zachary Wentz, picking up a victory in the impromptu match. How about that? We got another re-sign of TNA. So TNA is on fire, baby. It was announced on this past Thursday that Eddie Edwards has re-signed with TNA Wrestling. Edwards has been with the promotion for nearly a decade, making his debut in 2014. How about that? All right. So uh, Tuesday night of WWE NXT average 678,000 viewers on the USA Network, up 8 0.3% from the previous week. It's the largest total audience for the show since November 14th. So uh, NXT is going strong over there, up 8.3%, 678,000 viewers if you have a rat's ass. All right, big news in Japan. If you're a fan of Japan wrestling, nine promotions in Japan has formed a new industry group. I find this interesting. United Japan Pro Wrestling. All right, G, what's that means? Well, New Japan had a release statement here, and I quote, the purpose of the organization will be to further the presence of pro wrestling and its cultural merit in Japanese society at large, allow professional wrestling to contribute further uh, to cultural uh, sporting sectors, work toward continued health, prosperity, in the, of the industry, according to the press release. And uh, here is the nine wrestling promotions that will join forces in 2024. New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Noah, DDT Pro Wrestling, Gambar Pro Wrestling, Big Japan Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate, Stardom, and Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. The nine members of the group will continue to operate as individual businesses and co competition uh, in the market, but will work to ensure that Japanese wrestling continues to thrive. The formation of the group will be marked by an event on May 6th. That's my wedding anniversary. 2024 in Nippon Budokan under the banner of United Japan Wrestling. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot right there for Japanese wrestling. Nine wrestling promotions unite. New Japan, All Japan, All Pro Wrestling, Noah, DDT, Gambre, Big Japan, Dragon Date, Stardom, and Tokyo Joshi Pro. Nine wrestling Japanese promotion unite. The Avengers. How about that? Badass. Yeah. All right. WrestleNomics.com has reports that AEW Dynamite Winter is coming. By the way, I'll have my top highlight later on the show with audio. Uh, this past Wednesday, December 13th, the Drew 845,000 viewers. This number is up from the 823,000 viewers from the previous week on December 6th. 
So uh, there we go. Uh, AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, 845,000 viewers if you give a rat's ass. All right, former New Japan Pro Wrestling wrestler Osama Kido passed away December 11th of 2023. He was 73 years old. Wow, man, that's that's sad. Kido made his professional uh, wrestling debut for JWA on February 21st of 1969 before wrestling on the first ever New Japan Pro Wrestling event. Wow. March of 1972. That's amazing. And on his excursion to the U.S., received the guidance and instruction from Carl Gotch. Come on, Carl Gotch. If you're a fan of old school wrestling, you know that name. In September of 1984, uh, Kaido moved to the first incarnation of the UWF, adding a formation martial arts style to his in-ring approach. Kaido returned to the New Japan Pro Wrestling in 1985. In August 5th, 1986, team with Akira Amida uh, to capture the IWGP Tag Team Championship. The technical expertise of Kaido, uh, exemplified past directly from a uh, I'm sorry, revered Carl Gotch, earned him the nickname the Bushi Silver, meaning a subtly refined artisanal work of brilliance. All of New Japan Pro Wrestling is deeply saddened by Kaido's passing and expressed the deepest, uh, deepest of sympathies to Kaido's family, friends, and fans. And that was from the press release of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And as a wrestling fan, as my myself, a big fan of Japanese wrestling, of course, and New Japan Pro Wrestling, I want to send my condolences to Asama Kido's family, uh, fans, friends out there. And uh, man, he's going to be missed. And I just, again, a pioneer in, New, in Japan wrestling in general. So how about that? All right. So uh, we're going to come back here on YouTube on my beautiful face. And uh, let's talk about Ring of Honor. Final battle. Quick results. No, I didn't watch it. But I do have the quick results here. Uh, the pre-show match, Tyler Valkyrie defeated Jasmine Allaire by pinfall. The Von Erichs, Marshall Von Erich and Ross Von Erich defeated the Outrunners, Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum. Brian Keith defeated Jack Cartwheel. And Daniel Garcia defeated Blake Christian. All right, so the pay-per-view kicks off. El Hijo de Fakingo uh, defeated Black Taurus for the AAA Mega Champion, you know, the AAA Mexican promotion. All right, the Mogul Embassy, Bishop Kong, Tangaloa, and Brian Cage defeated and retained the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Six-Man Tag Team Champion against TMDK. Um, up next, Ethan Page defeated Tony Nese in an I Quit match. Nyla Rose defeated Vert Vixen in a singles match. And Kyle Fletcher, how about this, defeated Commander. Brian Keith, Lee Moriarty, Dalton Castle, and Lee Johnson to become the new vacant Ring of Honor World Television Champions. Congrats to Kyle Fletcher. Wheeler Yuta defeated Tom Lawler by pinfall in a pure rules match for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. All right, Keith Lee defeated Shane Taylor and them top guys. Cash Wheeler, Dax Harwood, Mark, Mark Briscoe defeated the Blackpool Combat Club. Brian Danielson, John Moxley, and Claudio Castanelli in the Jay Briscoe Memorial Fight Without Honor. And we got Eddie Kingston defeated Anthony Henry for the Ring of Honor World Champion and a proving ground match. And for the main event, Athena defeated Billy Starks for the Ring of Honor World Champion. So, wow, a lot of matches on this damn card. 14 matches. Impressive. Impressive. All right, so we got that out of the way. Into the Squared Circle podcast is all part of the GSJ Multimedia production. From audio to photography, videography, and more. Check out gsjmultimediaproduction.com for more information and help create your vision today. Let's talk about the rest of the week of pro wrestling starting Monday. Monday Night Raw. We've seen Shinsuke versus 
Uh, Cody Rhodes in the main event, which became a disqualification or no contest. I think it's more of a no DQ because uh, uh, Shinsuke sprayed in Cody's eyes, so we couldn't really finish this match. And then the, the Judgment Day, they dominated this past Monday on Raw. We got that going on. But the top highlight of Raw, and you know what it is. I'm a big fan of Cena Punk. See where I'm going here? Hell of a promo. Let's break it down, baby, and not DX style break it down. Let's break down the damn audio. I have a lined up here, folks. And uh, let me share with you guys in the VO uh, YouTube. Man, I just, man, I suck talking tonight. So uh, as I'm about to share the audio with you guys here, quick, chime in, folks, into the Square Circle Podcast on Facebook, X, drop it in the comment section of YouTube and Instagram, and let me know what you guys think, man. Join the conversation from a fan to the Fans are a good deal. So uh, let's play the clip. CM Punk has officially signed with Monday Night Raw. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's a little more drama to it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to shut up. Let's kick off the damn segment with CM Punk cutting a promo. Here we go. To make WWE. If I may have a huge decision to make. And I've been thinking about it all week. And the reason I've been so consumed and worried about it is because I love you guys. But the truth is, this town and this building specifically hasn't always historically been kind to CM Punk. Man, we love you too, CM Punk. Jeez, this guy is really heartwarming. He must be ready for Christmas. I don't know. Well, you know what? CM Punk has a history of him in Cleveland. Not Cleveland from uh, Family Guy. I'm talking about this, the great city of Cleveland. I've never been there. And uh, you know what? If you know the history of CM Punk in, in Cleveland, yeah, he debuted it in that same town. Yeah, he got fired in the same town. Yeah, Cleveland hasn't been nice to him lately. But uh, you guess what, man? He He's going to come back to Cleveland to uh, bury the ghost. All the bad things and just bury it, man. Bury the hatchet. But uh, let's continue on this promo with uh, CM Punk here. So as I'm about to dial it in here, uh, you know, he, he made a decision with Monday Night Raw. And, uh, you know, let's play, let's play the clip here, courtesy of... WWE. When I saw Roddy Roddy Piper appear on WCW television, and as a young wrestling fan, I felt the exact same way. So I understood. So if you're here now, if you're watching at home, and you're disappointed that CM Punk walked out, I understand. And hell, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. Man, what a gentleman. He apologized to the fans. You don't have to apologize to me. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You know, and I'm I'm happy for CM Punk. He's generally happy. I'm happy as well as a fan. And uh, you know, if he you know, if he, he felt miserable in AEW, uh shame on them. Shame on him. Cause he's a damn monster. A cancer to the locker room. So uh, you know, eh. Is what it is. All right, let's continue on here with the CM Punk promo. Here we go, courtesy of WWE.com. I've gone to SmackDown and I've listened to what Nick Aldis has to say. He put together a very substantial offer. You understand. I went down to NXT. I hung out with Shawn Michaels, and there's a 15-year-old CM Punk somewhere in the universe who is tickled to death that he got an offer from Shawn Michaels to go help mold the next generation of superstars. Yeah, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Made an offer because uh, obviously uh, it was a pass last Saturday, a week ago. uh, CM Punk showed up on uh, NXT deadline, gave him an offer. All right, well, all right. So we got an offer from Nick Aldis. We got an offer from Shawn Michaels. Well... Who is he going to go with? That, that's the big leading moment. Who, who 
Will CM Punk signed with? Yeah, well, I guess he made an answer. That was fine out, courtesy of WWE. Was probably already made up when I looked at the calendar and I saw Cleveland. I'm here to bury those ghosts. I'm here to right a few wrongs. My future starts now. So as I mentioned right there, let's stop right there. Bury his ghost of all the bad shit that he went through. Not just in town, with, in, uh, obviously this the town of Cleveland, but uh, it was just within WWE. You know, he departed the company on a bad note. I mean, it affected his life, man. He, he refused to come back to wrestling. Uh, I know it's been, what, seven, eight, nine, ten years uh, out of wrestling. was seven years, right? And uh, shit has changed. Wrestling evolves. It uh, changes along with the world. So um, things have changed. And, uh, you know, now that WWE is under a different leadership, all across the board, by the way, uh, got sold. Uh, Triple H is in charge of creative. So it's things have changed. And hopefully this is what CM Punk wants. And uh, spread his expertise and veteran skills to the young, the young kidlins out there. So, uh, all right, let's continue on the promo with the CM Punk. Here we you go. You couldn't write a better television show, ladies and gentlemen. Ten years, almost to the day, CM Punk walked out. And regardless of how you feel about it, CM Punk walks right back in. So he's not wrong in that part right there. You can't make a better story. I swear you can't. And when when he said that, I thought about that. And I'm like, man, what a what a book, what a documentary, man. Uh, just get pissed off, get fired from, from from the WWE. Goes away, join the UFC, sucks at the UFC. Comes back to wrestling, joins AEW. Uh, the one of the greatest comebacks in pro wrestling history. Sold out the United Center by a rumor. And then within a year of a flash, piss off a lot of people or other people pissing him off. Uh, you know, shit went down multiple times and he was not happy and he, he got fired. And he was happy he was fired. And now he's back in WWE and for in a full circle, 10 years from the town he got fired you can't make that shit up man it's it's hard to think all that happened and again one year in 2023 cm punk was with mjf and aew he was with the ftr he was with sting he was he was with all those talented guys in aew samoa joe and now he's back on WWE program with Seth, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, LA Knight. Just beautiful. Just just looking back on it, it's amazing, man, how pro wrestling is. It's unique. It is a storytelling, compelling industry. Not other wrestling, or I will say another sport can pull off a story like that. Only in pro wrestling. Only in pro wrestling. Let's continue on Cleveland, to see a punk promo. CM Punk. Welcome to Monday Night Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Fucking stuff. I hate that gimmick. But either way, Seth Rollins came out. So, you know, CM Punk signed the contract. He is joining Raw. Big happy moment. Here we go. CM Punk needs to finish his story. Right? He has a story he needs to finish. Well, Seth Rollins came out. I'm like, oh, shit. The, the elephant in the room. Yeah, these guys going to confront each other. What's going to happen? Who's going to say what? And uh, this was the most interesting 
best damn thing on the show. This segment had my eyes glued. This is what Raw needs. This is what Raw needs. I'm sorry. I watch Raw, but I DVR it because just a lot of bad shit on her. I hate to say it. A lot of goofy shit. I'm not a, a, a six-year-old boy fiddling my, I, you know, I just know. Raw has been, been a lackluster. I hate to say it. And AEW is slowly getting become a lackluster for two two hours. But it's just like, man. But this segment caught my eyes. It caught my eyes and it caught a lot of people's eyes. And, uh, you know, I, why, why talk about it? Why talk about it right now? Just, let's play the clip and see what Seth Rollins have to say to see. M. Punk. So as about the Dow, then here, folks, let's play the clip courtesy of WWE. Standing in this ring right now, but could you just do me just one, one little favor, just one thing, one thing, please? Don't you dare call this place your home. Wow. So yeah, again, man. Don't call this place your home. And, uh, you know, CM Punk's been going around on SmackDown, Raw, NXT. This is my home. I love you guys. You're my family. And the set just comes down just like, just don't, don't call this your home. What are you doing here? Why are you going around telling people? I, I don't know. Well, let's continue what Seth Rollins has to say, which is, again, a great, phenomenal segment. Here we go. You abandoned this place 10 years ago. Not only did you abandon it, but you actively tried to tear it down. So, wow. So now things are a little, little, little spicy here. You know, he, he again as I've been talking about it, I've been, I've been saying that the whole time here on the show. CM Punk left, right, right, uh, left on the, left on a bad terms. You know, goes to AEW, comes back, and uh, you know, Seth Rollins. I don't know what's. The, the personal issues between him and Punk, we don't know. You know, we're just fans on the outside. Uh, yeah, he he claims that Punk has said bad shit to him. I'm not sure if he said bad things to the public. I don't know. I don't know. If there's there's if there's legit beef, there's something we don't know about. But uh, you know, let's continue on on this promo here from uh, Seth Rollins. What do you say to you see him? Here go. Slandering me, slandering every single person back in that locker room, and then you want to walk back in here and call this place your home? This is not your home. This is my home. So when he said that, and I did watch it. I did watch this segment on Raw. Uh, man, Seth freaking Rollins, his eyes, which is just fucking wild his facial reaction his eyes how intense his his body language says it all and CM Punk is eating it all up he's just sitting there and it gave me flashbacks when Hang Banana Page went off on him on AEW Dynamite on live national television unscripted and Adam Page way he ripped CM Punk and CM Punk just, just stutter with a smirk. It's the same exact thing. Punk is just, just taking a verbal ass whooping from Seth Rollins, who's just pissed off. It doesn't want CM Punk in the WWE. I tell you what, folks, there's more to it. We're not aware Any of. confusion. On the clip I here. know I'm a bit worked up. I want everybody to understand. I'm going to say it plainly with every fiber in my being. I hate you. <laughs> that's my best 
on to my favorite part in this segment. You know what, punk? I hate you. <laughs> just, 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 just throw it out there, Seth. Just, just let it hang it out out there. I hate you, <laughs> man. I, I, I don't know, man. Does he really hate CM Punk? You know, these guys just avoid each other backs. Look, these guys are doing it because of business. Business, cha-ching, money, more money in both in their pockets, more more money in the companies. Fans want this. Fans want real life drama in front of a live, hot, blinking red recorded television camera broadcast around the world. That's what fans want. Fans want juicy drama. Uh, they don't want all the, the other horse shit that's being on Raw. Uh, this is good. I enjoyed it. Again, glues, glues. My, I, I didn't glue, you know, put glue sticks on my eyeballs and slapped on the TV. It just got my attention as a fan, as a fan. And I enjoyed it this far. But let's continue on with Seth Rollins have to say. But if you're going to be a part of WWE again, then I want you on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> because the truth always comes out, pal. The truth always comes out. I know, you know, everybody else knows. This is your last chance. <laughs> I like that right there. This is your last chance, man. Nobody wants you here. And everybody knows. And again, you know how the internet is. Uh, you know, again, you believe what you take off the internet. And some people say there's a, 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 a little thing in the CM Punk's contract where you can't punch anybody. <laughs> you know, you can't beat the shit out of somebody if they piss you off. So, you know, is that true? Is that why Seth Rollins said that comment? You have one chance. You have one chance. You can't screw it up. You're gone. Now, you got fired from AEW for pissing people off. And, you know, again, you can, you know, yeah, you get your own opinions of how you look at that. But, you know, he, he got bad blood with AEW right now. The last thing he wants to do is piss off the people in WWE. So, of course, you got to be at his best behavior. Uh, but, you know, I, I find that a very hilarious comment from Seth Rollins. Let's continue on from Seth Rollins here to CM Punk. Or if by some miracle, you have changed. And you've got any gas left in this old tank maybe one day you'll be lucky enough to stand across the ring from me in a world heavyweight championship match and then i will expose you for the fraud that you are I don't know what is with that promo from Seth, or at least that section right there. But it's just a classic, a classic, uh, I don't know, is that like a classic heel or a classic baby face? Like, I will expose you as a fraud. You're a phony. You're a fake bygone. I'm going to reveal you who you really are. I'm not sure how you classify as a baby face or a heel, but it's it's a, a classic wrestling uh, a line or however you want to call it. Just absolute classic. You're a fraud. I'm going to expose you on pay-per-view this coming Sunday. I don't know what is it with that, but I, I love that part. I don't know. Maybe I'm weird. I, maybe I'm a longtime wrestling fan and I hear the same shit over. I don't know. But CM Punk, of course, going to hit a home run at the very end. So he responds after taking a verbal beating from the mouth of Seth freaking Rollins. Let's hear what CM Punk has to say. Here we go. 
Are you done? That's your one pass to stand here and speak to me disrespectfully without me coming after you. I have never asked for anything to be handed to me, and I've always done things stubbornly the hard way, and I'm here to do that. Adam Pierce, where are you at? We're making things official. We might as well make it official. CM Punk is entering the Royal Rumble. Hey, look at that. CM Punk is entering himself into the Royal Rumble. So you have Cody. You have CM Punk. Who else? Two guys who want to finish their story. Cody has started his story a long time ago. Now CM Punk wiggles way back into the world wrestling entertainment. He wants to finish his story. So it's going to be interesting. I like how this story is going. And uh, no pun intended. Uh, I, I like how things are going. And what's CM Punk in the fold makes things a little freshening up interesting. And you see how I worded that sentence? I got that fucked up. That's okay because it is fun. It's interesting. I got my eyes glued to what's going to happen between Cody and CM Punk when it comes to finishing the story and again again i talked about this last episode right uh fantasy bucking mental masturbation what will happen at 2024 wrestlemania in philadelphia south rollins versus cm punk night one headliner cody rhodes versus roman reigns and somehow somebody's gonna win the royal rumble i will say that somebody will win the Royal Rumble, but how they're going to do it, I'm very interested, and I cannot wait to see how the story will play out for uh, 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 Seth Rollins and um, uh, CM Punk, man, and uh, Cody Rhodes trying to get it out to Junior. So I I'm very interesting, man. I'm very interested to see how this story will play out. So there we go, folks. My top highlight for Monday Night Raw. Let's continue on to Wednesday Night Dynamite and All Elite Wrestling. Had enough of pro wrestling? Oh, Spine first on those steel steps. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast, which is now available on all major podcasting outlets. So if you want to headbang, try to keep up with me. You will fail miserably, but you can still try. There's no harm in that. From headbanging in the front row to raging in the pit, G-Beast is a passionate rock and metal fan that loves his music. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G-Beast today. John Moxley versus Swerve Strickland, hell of a main event match on the show. I enjoyed it. Both guys beat the living hell at each other. Uh, uh, we got Brody King versus Andrade Idolo, part of the B. Uh, League of the Continental Classic. I thought it was a hell of a match. Those guys, phenomenal. I'm a big fan of Brody King. Big fan of Andrade El Idolo. Good stuff. Of course, the Devil Mask made appearance by attacking Hangman Adam Page in the parking lot after uh, the, the Mox versus Swerve Strickland. Obviously, the Devil Mask guy was in the car and his goonies jumped in Hangman Adam Page, a powerbomb through a car windshield, and that's how the show ended. No MJF in sight. Obviously, MJF was on the red carpet for the new, uh, the Von Erichs movie, The Iron Claw. John Cena and MJF were pictured together. How about that? Yeah, Liv Morgan was on the red carpet, too. Maybe she was in edibles. <laughs> too early for that. That little joke, right? That was bad. All right. Top highlight for Dynamite. You know, Dynamite was slacking something this past Wednesday. Maybe there was no Christian. Maybe there weren't no Adam Copeland. There was no MJF. So this past Wednesday was just lacking something. It needed a little, little, little ingredient. Need a little spice to the soup. Uh, there was like no taste to it this past Wednesday. But if, was, if I had to pick something, um, is the is the segment right? The promo between the Golden Jet. Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. 
having a verbal argument against Big Bill and Ricky Starks, who is the current AEW World Tag Team Champions. So I'll play the clip courtesy of AEW.com. We will break down the clip here and uh, yeah, see if uh, this one will wet your pants or not. So uh, let's play the clip courtesy of AEW. Yeah, come and bear with me, folks. And uh, here we go. As I Never play the clip Jets, Chad. right now. Well, they say go. you're wearing a Jarrett coat, though they so. said. The reason Getting why cold. it's been a while since we've been here is because of Big Bill and Ricky Starks. They attacked me after full gear, pretty much dislocated my elbow, put me out for three weeks. Last week after Kenny's great match with Ethan Page, Big Bill kicks Kenny in the face, puts him down on the ground. I spent three weeks thinking about what I'm going to say to Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Pretty simple. Hey, boys, get your sorry asses out here. So, <laughs> I thought about that when I heard that. Chris Jericho was sitting at home for three weeks, and that's what he came up with. Bring your sorry asses out here. You sit at home for three weeks and that's the best you came up with come on jericho you're the goat you're the le champion this is what you came up with for sitting on your ass at home for three weeks injured i don't know maybe i'm being too harsh but come on man get a little more creative here all right let's continue on this promo between both and teams. it makes here we me go. question you though quinny because do you really hold on hold on Let's go back here. I'm jumping the gun. See, maybe I took three weeks to figure that out. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's play. Let's get it right. This actually time. very funny. I actually have no problem with you, Kenny. I want to thank you for this great place that we know as AEW. And you, Chris, there's nothing to really thank because you just suck the life out of every single thing. Yeah, here we go, man. Chris Jericho sucking the life off everything. He's a damn vampire. He loved the leech. He loved the leech on everything. All the young, young blood out there, and uh, you know, veterans trying to latch onto the biggest, hottest thing in pro wrestling. And uh, is is Ricky Starks right? Let me know what you guys think into the Square Circle Podcast on Facebook, X, Instagram, and on YouTube. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Ricky Starks not wrong. Do you agree with me? Ah, let's continue on here on this damn segment. And it yeah. makes me question you, though, Queenie, because do you really think that you can trust a guy like Chris Jericho? I mean, look at the inner circle. Look at JAS. Look what he's done to those people in the past. Kenny. Kenny. So we'll stop there. Do you, do you believe if you if you were teaming with Chris Jericho, could you trust him as a stable mate? Can you really trust him? Can you? It's, a, it's an honest question. Ah, you know, I fuck it. Let's continue on here you. in this promo here. If Chris attacked you randomly on the drop of a dime, me, Ricky, nobody here would ever be surprised. Just saying. Okay, all right. So, uh, Big Bill has his own personal opinions on uh, Chris Jericho. And then again, you know, I'm going to ask you the viewers, if you tag team up with Chris Jericho, all right, just don't look at his accolades. Don't look at his resume. All the bad shit he done in, in AEW lately. Would you trust him as a tag team partner? I would. Shit, I'll give him my wallet. I'll give him my social security number. What, what could go wrong, right? Anyway, let's continue on in this Do segment. Do I trust Chris Jericho? Chris, you know I don't trust you. Look, Big Bill, you're talking about track records. How about let's take, I don't know, something from your past, The Firm, for example. Everyone remember The Firm? Who? Who? Where's the new day when you need them? The Firm. Shit, I forgot about him. Stokely Hathaway and... I don't know. I forgot who else was on there. I don't know. That was a that was a blur. See, I can't speak. That was a blur in my mind during that AEW period. 
I don't know. That's just my personal opinion, which don't make give a rat's ass to anybody. But, you know, let's continue on this promo here between both teams, shall we? Here we go. I would say that 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 firm angle that you once had with MJF is more kind of like the flaccid. It was uh, looking less firm and a little more, I don't know, something up up, up your alleyway, uh, soft. That was cold, not soft. Come on, Kenny. I know what you're trying to make a joke of. Come on. We're grown-ups. Well, at least some of us. Uh, well, let's continue on from Mr. Kenny Omega from EW. Here we go. When it comes to beatdowns, I'm pretty much the king of receiving them. I'm on the end of a beatdown every once every two weeks. So, hey, you guys think you can talk a big game? That's fine. We've earned ourselves a tag team title shot down the road. And guess what? On December 30th at World's End, we're thinking that maybe the Winnipeg Jets, as in the Golden Jets, <laughs> the Golden Jets, not the Winnipeg Jets, the Golden Jets can maybe take those two titles off your waists and place them firmly around ours. <laughs> the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> you know, I had to, th- I thought I had to think about that for a second when he said that. The Winnipeg Jets. Now, boy, that's a hockey team, Kenny. You're the Golden Jets. <laughs> he, he corrected him himself, but really quick. I don't know. Fucking hell. You know, again, again, I, I said this was the best best segment on the show. Maybe I'm smoking. Maybe I took Liv Morgan's weed by accident. I don't know what's wrong with me. All right, let's continue on here, man. Between both That's all great teams. and well. We understand that you two are the number one contenders. And I'm going to speak for both of us and say, hey, guess what? You're on. But, but before we even get to World's End, let me just remind you of something, Chris. I hope you remember January. Because back in January, I actually beat you on Dynamite. Correction, you actually beat him twice. You beat him at a pay-per-view also. Wow, you really know me. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I guess you got some valid points from Ricky Starks. I mean, yeah, he did truly beat Jericho, and we have it on tape. So, uh, you know, you got 2-0 against Jericho between him and Ricky Starks. So, you know, why not, man? Again, you heard Big Bill and uh, Ricky Starks accepted the challenge against uh, Kenny Omega and Jericho for the tag team titles. So, you know, you know, probably would be a hell of a match. Yeah, well, let's continue on this promo. This is the home run ending of the promo here between both teams. And as I'm about to dial it in right now, let's play it courtesy of of AEW. Here we go. Women's World Championship this Friday night, final battle. I can excuse the name, but I cannot excuse the outfit where you went to a local Hot Topic and you said, hey, give me the best stuff that you got. Hey, listen, man. Listen, you said I'm a clout vampire. Believe me, if I was going to suck my fangs into somebody, I'd do it with someone with a lot more clout than you. Because from where I'm standing, all I see is a better dressed, less charismatic version of Enzo Amore. All right, Jericho, that's enough. You two, you and Kenny, man, that's enough. You know, you're doing a soft gimmick, and now you brought up Enzo and Maury. That poor bastard's out to try to make a living. You're making fun of him. Ah, damn it. Well, that, 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 there's your top highlight for AEW Dynamite. Holy hell. All right, let's jump on over to Friday Night SmackDown. And uh, you know, it was uh, it was just two hours of SmackDown, of course. And uh, let's talk about the ending of SmackDown. So, about a, <clears throat> let's back it up here. So, SmackDown was in Green Bay, Wisconsin, this past Friday on Fox. The show kicked off with the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns, and uh, he came out. Hell of a segment. I enjoyed it. Uh, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton. Roman Reigns is like, uh, hey, Randy, I know you want a piece of us, but uh, you know you better sell the fuck down, man, and get back at the line if you want the title. That, that pretty much sums up the whole damn segment. And Randy Orton, he hit a home run, you know, ending, right? You know, I, I might may not be the same person the last time you saw each other, but, uh, you, know, uh, you know, you're a legend. 
I am a legend killer. He was ready to do an RKO out of nowhere at Roman, and Roman managed to sneak out of it. But, uh, you know, Randy Orton was like, uh, Roman, don't keep your eyes off me. And uh, you got to be careful and paying attention. And uh, Danny's home. <laughs> so the main event of the SmackDown was Randy Orton versus Jimmy Uso, part of the bloodline. So a hell of a match, of course. Solo Sokoa came out towards the very end of the match. LA Knight came out for the save by taking out Solo Sokoa. Eventually, Randy Orton RKO'd uh, Jimmy Uso pinned him one, two, three for the win. Eventually, Solo Sokoa, you know, got unconscious. Uh, started beating up LA Knight. Eventually, it became a huge mess, right? Uh, the bloodline was taking over Randy Orton and uh, and uh, uh, LA Knight. So, uh, you know, I'll play the clip courtesy of WWE.com. Here we go. Or not. Damn computer. Uh, let's try it again one more time. Take two. Courtesy of WWE.com. Here we go. Now, Turn around, yes. Roman. Here we go. AJ Styles. AJ. Phenomenal four. AJ Styles evening the odds. Another man who's got a bone to pick with a bl- so here we go. So as I mentioned, the bloodline took out LA Knight and Randy Orton. All right, well, we need the help. Well, AJ Styles has been gone for the past couple of weeks and uh, came out and saved Randy Orton and LA Knight. But what the people got talking on the internet. Oh, yes. Oh, man, you're going to ask, what the hell happened? So we thought AJ Styles was going to join Orton and LA Knight against the bloodline, right? My initial reactions. <laughs> no. Wrong. Play the clip. We haven't Here seen we Styles since Solo disposed of him with a vicious attack backstage. An attack that sent AJ... Wait, wait, wait. What? So that clip you heard, courtesy of WWE.com, yeah, AJ Styles attacked LA Knight. Now, now he never attacked Randy Orton, which was interesting, but he attacked LA Knight. He walked out of the ring, AJ, by the way, AJ Styles looked great. He's been out for a couple weeks and that guy's fucking jacked. I mean, guy got a 12 pack. Not a six-pack, a 12-pack. Uh, I mean, guys, jacked. Him and Randy Orton looks great at the age. I mean, I want to know what kind of supplement they're taking. Holy smokes, they both look good at their age. Where AJ Styles got bulked up. He is bulk, like Costco bulk. You know, Costco, Sam's Cub. He, he stacked that shit up, man. And uh, AJ Styles took out LA Knight. He jumped out of the ring and he walked past by the bloodline without any altercations. And uh, he was wearing all black clothing, black, you know, shirt, black pants. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with AJ Styles. He's, he's a full on heel now. Is he joining the bloodline? Is he, uh, I don't know, man. There's some answers. I want to know from AJ Styles. So there we go, folks. Top highlight for WWE SmackDown on Raw. And there's your week of wrestling. That's a long podcast, but this is the last of it, at least until the final week of 2023. We'll do something fun, right? I'll try to. And, uh, you know, happy Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. And you join the conversation if you're a fan. If you enjoyed everything on the show so far on YouTube, Hit the subscribe and join me on the comment section. Let me know what your favorite highlights of pro wrestling this week. Um, 
follow me on my social media platforms, Facebook, X, Instagram. And uh, as I mentioned, the podcast is available in all major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. So wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, hit subscribe today. All right, folks. Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday uh, weekend. And uh, I will talk to you guys for the big New Year's episode. So until next time, my friends, stay safe, stay healthy, and happy wrestling. All right, my friends. Bye-bye, everybody.